Next. 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 What's next? One hour. The top 10 stories of the week. According to them, El Jefe and J-Dubs. Next is now. I'm El Jefe, and I think Sicko was the most depressing movie I've ever seen. And I'm J-Dubs, and I know a movie that'll tickle your funny bone, Jefe. Roots. What? Just saying, if you need an uplifter. Seriously, Sicko hit a little too close to home. Welcome to Next. Will one of these headlines be the number one story of the week? Another reason not to get married. This comes from the celebrity world. A pool drains a little girl's intestines. And a son forced to rape his own mother. Oh, we're going to cheer you up this week. The details on these stories, where they're going to rank in this week's top ten. All next with us El Jefe and J-Dubs. Check out the MySpace, myspace.com slash next radio. Of course, we used to host The Hideout in Orlando on Real Radio 104.1 and in Washington, D.C., 106.7 WJFK. This is Next Cast number two. You can discuss it at nextradiofans.com or fullblownaids.com. We thank all of them for supporting us continuously. And also, too, thanks to everyone Thousands more downloads of NextCast 1 than we were anticipating. Mm-hmm. And because of that, really uh, very excited. So thank you guys immensely. Dubs, the next cast starts now. Next. next. Story number 10. U.S. family tries living without China. Lamps, birthday candles, mouse traps, flip-flops. This is all the stuff that a modern American family apparently decided they want to boycott because they're all things made in China. Now, you found this story. What's the details behind this one? The family, they're writing a book, of course, and they did A Year Without China. No Chinese items or anything associated with uh, anything made in China was used in their life at all for a full year. Just to see if they could do it? Just to see if they could do it, see what kind of impact it would have on their lives as they uh, went a year without China. Why did they decide they wanted to do this? They just wanted to see what the global economy implications would be, just personally, as a family. You know, if uh, for some reason there was a big trade boycott with China, what kind of suffering and pain would a normal family go through while boycotting China? If I was a kid in this family, I'd be pissed. Why are you robbing me of stuff just so that you can write a book? It doesn't seem fair. Just let me grow up instead of you trying to have a whole year of our lives selling a book. I would think that everyone's life is impacted somehow by China. Every time you go and buy anything, you look at the bottom of it or at the tag, and you see made in China or made in somewhere else other than America. You never usually see the made in the USA. It's mostly made in China. So even people like me and you who don't really buy a whole lot of stuff, don't really spoil themselves a whole lot, would still have to go through a whole lot of pain and suffering trying to go without China. Now, I'd be pissed because does that mean I can't watch Lost because I get no Sun or Jin? They're Korean. They're Chinese? No, they're Korean. They're uh, South Korean. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, well, then Lost is on my list. I guess yeah, I'm okay still, with this. You can still watch Lost, so it's uh, that that would work out for you. Uh, one thing that you'd have to go without, though, scat porn. No uh, tubgirl.com for you. All right, so did Dad have problems with um, this? I'm sure. I'm sure he was, you know, uh, mixing up uh, mud cakes just for some kind of weaning off like it's a heroin addiction. All right, so that would be bad for me. For you, it'd be a lack of smooth trannies. Yeah, that would be rough, you know. 
<laughs> not enough of those uh, going around when you dump Asians. Now, it's not these things that we're talking about, but just everyday stuff. Next time I go to my house, I'm going to look around and see what it is that I couldn't use for an entire year that's from China and how much it would end up affecting my life. Well, the one big thing would be no more rubbing tugs. Uh, no, I think they're Korean. I don't think they're Chinese, actually. They're Korean. It doesn't matter. They come over on the same UFO. What? They're all aliens. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, no, I mean, no, you mean like illegal aliens? No, or? no, actual aliens. Have you ever seen an Asian? Shut up. You're Tall, so st- thin. You're there'd so be, stupid. There'd be no more uh, the movie Signs because we couldn't have Asians. What? Or Chinese, for that matter. Oh, you're so stupid. No uh, more X-Files. No more, no more fire in the sky. Okay, we're we'll going without that. Do you want to get us in trouble with a special interest group? Do you remember the doghouse? What? Next, 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 next story number nine. Number nine. Mexican tycoon overtakes Bill Gates as the world's richest man. It happened three months ago. Mister Slim, his name is. Of course. <laughs> Apparently, he quietly slipped past three months ago, Warren Buffett, and then just in the latest uh, round of Who's the Richest Guy, according to Forbes magazine, Carlos Slim with his shares of American Mobile Group, which I don't even know what that is. Yeah, how does he even make money? I've never even heard of this man or his company. And he has a Mexican online financial publication, Ciento Colum. So there it is. We did it. Mexicans taking over the world. A Mexican at the top, the richest man in the world. I knew what happened. Dubs, learn this phrase, si senor. Because that's what you're going to have to be saying to me soon as we are now beginning to take over. I'm not worried about it because in two months, there's going to be a whole lot of spinners out there. And we're going to wonder who bought it. And it's going to be this guy. And he's going to lose his number one spot. I'll tell you this. We're now aiming for the majority of the U.S. population. Obviously, now that we have this kind of power in the world economy, we're looking to bring back the George Lopez show. Even he doesn't want him back. He says, you know what, white people? Take him. And finally on the list, resurrecting Selena. Now that we are at the top of the global economy, or one of our Mexicans are, it's time to see if we can revive her. <laughs> you guys revive her all the time on the top of El Camino hoods. It's so true. Even still now, what, <laughs> 10 years later, it's still happening. I'll tell you the one thing I'll settle for, being a Mexican-American. And that's this Mexican, me, getting a radio paycheck. Next. Next story. Number eight. Number eight. It's Splitsville for Jackass. Jackass star Johnny Knoxville, his marriage is over. Apparently, he has ended his marriage of 12 years to his wife, Melanie. Knoxville's real name, Philip Clapp. I never knew that. Yeah. Not a bad real name, I guess, when you think about it. It's always funny when you see people and then like you know them, like J-Dubs, Justin Johnson, me, El Jefe, Dro Hinojosa. It's always odd. Not Dro. It's always odd when you know people's real names, but nonetheless, apparently he is the one that filed for the separation and the divorce. He wants joint custody of the couple's 11-year-old daughter Madison, and will pay spousal support, according to TMZ.com. So he couldn't handle this. He said, "I gotta go. I'm out." Mm-hmm. This guy who's inflicted so much pain on himself He's couldn't the- inflict it this way. He's like, "Dude, I can take the gators on the nipples. I can take uh, the uh, tasers. I can take everything. I can't take marriage. That- it's insane." That's my point. If Johnny Knoxville 
can't make it in marriage. One of the biggest sadomasochists in the world and most popular and revered. How is the normal man going to go through the daily grind of marriage? Mentally and physically, he could not take it anymore. I don't know how there's any hope for the rest of us. I don't know how a guy looks at marriage and says, you know what, didn't work for Eminem twice. Didn't work for Johnny Knoxville. Hasn't worked for Giuliani two or three times. Why would you still go into this institution? And probably hasn't worked between their parents because most of the parents of any kid is divorced at this point. So, I mean, you look at your parents, you look at all these stars, and then you say, you know what? I'm going to jump in head first right away. All right, Dubs, let's put this on this level. You are used to be a little bit of a stunt guy. Mm-hmm. You've done stunts before. What would you rather do? Would you rather take the plunge, literally take the plunge into an entire vat of sharks and alligators and things like this? Or would you rather take the plunge figuratively in marriage? Marriage has so many different ways it can hurt you. A shark, you know it can just bite you. You know what you're getting there. You don't know how this bitch is going to hurt you every night when you come home. Is she going so to, true. Is she going to tell you about her day? Is she going to ask you about your day? Is she going to bitch about how much you play video games? Is she going to want you to go out and have a nice dinner with her? How is she going to hurt you today? I know a shark or a gator, a shark's going to bite my leg, and a gator's going to give me the death roll. That's all I know. There's no conversation there. Next. Next story. Number seven. Girl could give birth to her sister. This one is a seven-year-old girl could one day give birth to her biological half-sister after her mother became the first woman to donate eggs to her infertile daughter. Seven years old, and she's already getting uh, this pushy stage mom trying stage to... Stage mom? Yeah, she using just her, wants you, her to be able to have give the miracle of life. Using her womb as a stage, as a little act for her, uh, her n- another daughter or son. Why can't she just be happy with this one? She's telling this seven-year-old, you're not good enough. I need another shot at this. All right, here's what's interesting. I pulled this story, and I didn't think it was actually going this way. Uh, this is from Montreal. The mom placed 21 of her eggs on ice so that the daughter can use them when she grows up. I was thinking, like, this is a story out of the South. Girl could give birth to her sister. And that's the way they populated an entire state called Kentucky. So this story isn't at all what I thought it would be. It's where Memphis came from. Oh, okay. The daughter has a condition called Turner Syndrome, in which one of the two X chromosomes normally carried by a woman is missing. This causes infertility. Although women who have the condition can conceive with donated eggs, so apparently the mother-daughter donation is going to be one of the first of its kind. Wow, man, technology has come a long way. They're going to freeze the eggs until she's in about her mid-30s and fertile. Then they say they want her to be able to have a good chance of having children. You creeped out by this? I'm totally creeped out by this. I'm creeped out by... Yeah, you just give me this look of... I'm, yeah, I'm, she's seven years old. I know that you know she wants to... It, it, but it won't ever be her life. It won't ever be her kid, really, when you think about it. It's going to be her mother's eggs. When I think of my mother's eggs, I think of runny. Because she could never scramble and complete an egg, and she put too much cheese in it. And I'm just thinking... That this thing, it, there's no way it's going to work out right. It's going to come out with a gator arm or a limp. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out of the womb with a limp. It's not a classic case of incest, but it kind of is. You know, whenever you're putting... It's whenever, not at all! Whenever you're throwing your seed in a family member, like it or not, this is her mom's seed flying what? in to the family member, and it may not come up with these birth defects, but it's going to perpetuate some kind of cycle that's already been done on this kid. What? 
that's you're stupid. So by that rationale, a transplant, like a a liver or a kidney into the other, that's no, incest. No, because the transplant isn't creating more life. The transplant it's extending it, extending her life. Listen, not, I'm trying to have a debate on your stupid ass rationale. I'm just hoping the dad is the one who fertilizes it. You're such I'm, a shock I'm, job. I'm hoping bad uncle comes in and fertilizes mom's egg to send the daughter, and we have some kind of love triangle of just oddness. Next, next, next. What's next? Damn, dude, you're shocking and shocking. All right, we're through number seven. Coming up still, who talks more, men or women? We all have our thoughts. The actual study, the findings, kind of surprising. And probably the most horrific story we've ever talked about, be it Next or The Hideout. Stay tuned for that and more. Thank you for downloading the Next Cast 2 and tell all your buddies about it. MySpace.com slash Next Radio. More with FN Dubs next. Burn, what you having for dinner? Is that the station you watch? Burn, 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 burn. Hey, you've been looking for news on all the wrong stations. Action News 4 is what you should be watching, Burn. If they don't got it, you don't need it. Action News 4. Be there or be square. Know what I mean? Dub's glad to have some old friends back helping make the next cast possible. That's our buddies at MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. It's a whole new service now. Before they sold toys and stuff like that, now they're specializing in bringing video entertainment, essentially, to your mobile phone. Yeah, I call it your compact jack. You know, you're going out, uh, you're leaving town for a little bit, you're going on an airplane, going to the bathroom... And you got it right there from MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. Imagine, too, if you were stuck, like, on the tarmac, and that could literally pass the time. Here's how it works. You got to have your mobile phone, and you log on to the internet through your mobile phone. Like everyone, everybody has it now. Like everyone can now. You type in MidnightMonkey.com, night, N-I-T-E, and then, bam, you hit go search, and you can enjoy. You can get your jack on wherever you want to. Check out our buddies. We appreciate them supporting the next cast. Again, that's MidnightMonkey.com. You got to use your mobile phone. Any money can't hold back. You can't get enough. Eddie Money can't hold back. Including the new Eddie Money hit with Ronnie Spector. Take me home tonight. The album that's everything you've been expecting and more on Columbia. What's happening? It's Chafee, and you're listening to Next with El Jefe and J-Dubs. A couple close personal friends of mine. Good dudes, but you know that. Now, you must be pretty cool if you're listening to Next, because all the kids are doing it, but check it out. I want to personally invite each and every one of you to check my show out. A show that uh, uh, Jefe and Dubs are very familiar with. They were there in the beginning. Well, not the very beginning, but close to the very beginning. The Skankshift, exclusively on Skankshift.com. You can also find us and listen to our show at MySpace.com slash Skankshift 247. That's MySpace.com slash Skankshift 247. Check out the show. 
add us as a friend and uh, enjoy. Trust me, you'll love it. You'll fall in love. You'll fall in love. Who doesn't want to fall in love? Everybody wants to fall in love, and I'm telling you, listen to the Skank Shift and fall in love. Check us out, skankshift.com. El Jefe dubs. I'll see you guys soon, man. Back to next. Viva la Skank Shift. It's Shafee, and he goes peace. Viva la Skank Shift! Shafee! Viva la Skank Shift! El Jefe, J-Dubs, Next is Now. Welcome back to Next Cast 2 with Jefe and Dubs. Thank you again for downloading the Next Cast and also telling everyone about it. We got thousands more downloads originally than we thought we would. So thank you. Tell everyone to add us as a friend and continue to pass along the word that Next is back in the Next Cast form for now because we can. We have studios. We have an audience, and we're bored, so we mm-hmm. need to be able to get out there and do stuff. MySpace.com slash Next Radio. Story. Story number six. Next download. 14-year-old Avion Lawson set in court, shackled hand and foot, charged with gang raping a neighbor at gunpoint, enforcing the woman's preteen son to take part in the assault. Is this a comedy show? What the hell is this? Dude, I saw this story and it was so crazy, I had to talk about it. This is nuts. When you listen to this, I want you to keep in mind, this is happening in America. This isn't a Stanley Kubrick film. It's very a clockwork oranges. It's not in Rwanda. This is happening right here in the United States of America. Al Sharpton, you gotta get all over this one. Next download. 14-year-old Avion Lawson set in court, shackled hand and foot, charged with gang raping a neighbor at gunpoint, enforcing the woman's preteen son to take part in the assault. Police say Avion confessed, but showed no remorse at a crime so debased that even hardened detectives were sickened. All right, first of all, imagine that scenario, okay? These thugs from the neighborhood come over, they beat you up, which they're going to get into a little bit more later on. Mm-hmm. They rape your mom. Then they force you to rape your mom. How do you ever get that out of your mind? How do you ever recover as a human being from that? Well, mom I'm, or son? Or, I mean, even being a part of this in the criminal way, you would think that afterwards you'd be like, you know, that wasn't cool. That wasn't good. But this kid. This or are kid, they laughing? Yeah, this kid doesn't feel any remorse at all. Not one little bit. He's like, yeah, it was fine. This just shocked me because this is happening in the United States of America. This isn't even medieval times. Next download. According to police, 14-year-old Avion Lawson and nine other young teenagers tortured the woman victim and her son for quite a while inside their apartment. Nine others? Yes. This guy found nine people. I can't find enough people to play a pickup basketball game. The other thing that also... Have you ever tried to get a flag football league together or a fantasy football league together? People are like, nah, I really don't want that responsibility. But now this guy is able to round up nine people and tell them what we're going to do. We're going to go rape this woman. And just for giggles, we're going to have her son do it too. We talk about teenagers not having any motivation in life. Maybe we're wrong. It seems like they're great motivational speakers and they get people to do stuff. And just talking about it technically sexually, as a son, how could you get excited 
I, mean, come I guess on, man. there are other ways to assault, but it blows my mind, this whole story. I know it's a comedy show, but this is nuts. At this point, you know, when someone's got a gun up to everybody's head that you love oh. and says, hey, get ready, you're going to have sex with your mom, you get ready. You're going to have to do it or people are going to die, so you chub up and you uh, strap down. I, maybe the reason I can't understand this is because when my girlfriend says, hey, we have to have sex tonight, I get this pressure thing going in my head and it constricts the blood flow down to my other head. I'm not real good with performing under pressure. So this kid, I'm blown away by it. Next download. They cut them with various sharp objects. They broke a plate over the young preteen boy's head, and they actually poured some type of cleaning supplies into his eyes. After we broke the story of Avion's arrest Tuesday, his grandmother was obviously shocked. I don't understand how he could do something other like that. I don't understand it. A 14-year-old friend says his heart dropped when he heard of the arrest. That's just horrible, though, what they did. Because uh, they have to do nothing like that to no lady in the uh, Check in the his sun. background. I guarantee he is part of it, too. I just don't trust his tone. Stop it. I think it happened near West Palm Beach, Florida. Florida. Yeah. Okay, that says something it's within a itself. a hot summer. Right. right. That's the alibi you use. Or not the alibi, but the excuse you use. Dude, come on, Judge. You know it's been a hot summer. Tell me you haven't thought about gang raping. Stop. It's getting a little bit crazy out here. This isn't Darfur. This is a vacation destination in the United States of America. Next download. The attack happened a few buildings away from Avion's apartment in Dunbar Village, a public housing project where people are reluctant to talk, afraid of retribution. Even as we interviewed one neighbor, a gunshot boomed nearby. See? People here say... That's nothing new. That's normal, though. Put that that's normal. Put that that's what she when I'm shooting out here, that's all the time. This week, officials blocked the entrance to Dunbar Village with two flowers. Oh, man, they got cut off at the end. But they blocked the entrance to the little neighborhood mm-hmm. with two flower pots. There's a sign that says road closed, and there are two flower pots. Like, that's going to somehow keep this gang of nine out. I hear next they're going to put up a whole army of garden gnomes, <laughs> and that's what's going to protect the little neighborhood, uh, and they're going to ride in on their pink flamingos. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen where they have the street blocked off, road closed, and here are some big pots, flower pots, so that you guys can't come in. Yeah, because gang rapists see flower pots, they're like, damn it. They found out how to keep us out. We got to figure out another way. We got to go around. I don't know what we're going to do. Do you guys ever do anything like this, like in your neighborhoods, to protect the neighborhood? Yeah, lawn jockeys. <laughs> Such an ass. <laughs> We'd put those right in our driveways. Next, story number five. Dubs, this one's for you. New Gitter Dunn beer, named for Larry the Cable Guy. <sighs> A microbrew has launched Gitter Dunn Beer. They say it's made of high-quality ingredients, and it has more flavor and body than popular corporate beers. Tastes like flannel. Love it. The owner, Mike Schilling, who runs this along with his wife, is confident that this is going to appeal to Larry's fan base because, quote, rednecks love quality, too, end quote. I hate Larry the Cable Guy. He could be actually a very nice guy. I would still walk up to him and slap him a few times, paintbrush his face a few times, because he is the most annoying thing out there right now. His movies blow. Delta Farce Rock. (laughs) Rednecks love quality, too. What's quality for a redneck? Faded glory. 
<laughs> what is that? One of those nice shirts or pants you get from Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> That's quality. I got an interview. I got to go get some faded glory. I guess mesh is quality for a redneck. You know, they love mesh. Mesh hats, mesh. shirts, shoes. If it's mesh, it's your Sunday best. I guess it has a special taste that's going to come with it. They're going to launch a special line. Mint long cut. <laughs> that's a new flavor? I'm <laughs> assuming. I figure they're just going to go that way. You think you're more like... failure? The taste of failure. Get her done beer. Oh, the bitter aftertaste. <laughs> Do you think that you're more likely to drop an N-bomb when you drink get her done beer? I think they're more likely to drop an N-bomb, period, just looking at it. Now, of course, at some point you got to break the seal. And I'm sure when you drink get her done beer, you're more likely to pee off your porch. Then my property, God damn it! Listen, I paid for it. That's the one thing I agree with rednecks. There's nothing better than pissing outside. I don't know what it is, but it makes you feel like a, an alive human. Screw those people driving by. They shouldn't be looking. Keep your eyes to yourself. Oh, by the way, story number five is brought to you by Chris Benoit beer. What? It beats them all. Choke one down today. That's not a new sponsor. Huh? It's killer. <laughs> Story number four. Four, four. Former Hollywood Madam Heidi Fleiss is diversifying as she is going to open a laundromat. Mm. Dirty Laundry is a 24-hour coin-operated laundry facility. 13 washers, 14 dryers in Las Vegas. And of course, she used to be the one-time leader of a high-priced ring of call girls to the stars. And now she is going to open this up in a shopping center in West Vegas. Is there anything more depressing than, first of all, dipping to the point where you got to open a laundromat in Vegas when you used to be Heidi Fleiss, and then going to a laundromat? I've never had a positive experience in one of those things. Well, they fool you all the time on movies and everything, trying to uh, make them very romantic and very inviting, like, hey, chicks hang out here, you guys can wash your underwear together, you can see what she's wearing, not to mention that you're going to see that uh, for some reason women's underwear can have scabs in them it's not the <laughs> it's not what's going on down there because the package may look nice but you look at the underwear it looks like road rash you know <laughs> so that's not sexy in the first part they don't tell you that in movies right. but for some reason when you're watching movies they make it seem like yeah you're gonna go meet a chick here meet up with her go have sex afterwards you're gonna strike up a conversation before you know it it's 40 days later mm-hmm. where all of a sudden the two of you are soulmates and you met at the laundromat I've never known something like that and you're right in one of those scenes in these goddamn movies they should show those skid marks in the underwear yeah they're always folding their underwear together giggling a little bit <laughs> and then they go out and have sex not that you're just sitting there looking at the fat bitch by you and the fat bitch across from you thinking where are the hot chicks there's no hot chicks here i've been lied to my whole life i'll tell you this if i were a hot chick i'd probably perform oral on someone so that i don't have to go to a laundromat and i'd be willing to swallow just so that i could go use a free washer and dryer because i hate them that much there's no way i'm going to one there's no entertainment at a laundromat either oh well the people watching's great uh, it can be but you're usually sitting there bored so you're sitting there eating cap and fries you know those dry ass barbecue fries and drinking something you'll never drink usually like a shasta orange because they have some kind of crappy soda machine there you know the people watching is great until you realize I'm one of those losers that everyone else is watching, and they're wondering and making up what my story is. 
trying to break a dollar with some fat so that doesn't speak English. Quarters. Quarters. Do you have them? I used to be on the radio. <laughs> now I can't even afford a decent washer at my place. Do you have change for this dollar? It's my last one. Sorry. What do you think Heidi Fleiss is going to name this? Like, is there a special slogan or anything going along with it? Heidi Fleiss has always been kind of a master of advertising and marketing. I mean, for her to get away with selling stars prostitutes for all those years and high-priced ones, she has to have some kind of plan in place. I'm thinking maybe the Sin Cycle, that'd be a good one. Or maybe come here and wash your shame away. Yeah, scrub the shame away. It gets the AIDS out. (laughs) It should. I'm sure that she's had a couple of her girls. Hey, I have to fire you. Getting a little too thin to work here. That's a great idea if they had chicks who were there folding your clothes and washing your clothes. But if it's just a regular old laundry, man, what's the bitch doing? I don't understand it. Story number three. Max. Hollywood's big summer turns ho-hum as movie attendance drags. Hollywood is pretty disappointed at Spider-Man 3, Shrek the 3rd, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. They combined for nearly a billion dollars domestically, but they say overall business and movie attendance well below the record pace that many uh, thought and had expected. Maybe because it's the third installment of three different movies that people are tired of. Why don't you get some fresh ideas out there, some new things going on, and maybe people will be excited about a movie instead of you just having a big opening weekend and everybody knowing it sucks after that and not going to see it. Well, I tell you this, it could still turn around because I saw two fantastic documentaries this week. Sicko and Transformers. Transformers wasn't a documentary. It was fantastic. Both had messages kind of along the same lines. What's the message for Transformers? Um, Byproduct? I hear it's a great movie. I'm not going to uh, do, discredit the movie because everybody who's I, I am me or uh, you know some emails have been like, dude, you got to go see it. It's great. And I believe them because I watched the making of on HBO and I've seen all these different interviews and everything about it. And it looks awesome. I'll tell you this about Transformers. It lived up to the hype. You knew it was going to be eye candy, and it was worth it. And this chick that's in it, I forget what her name is. It's like Megan Fox or something like that. Yeah, the the brunette. I I saw her on Kimmel. Yeah, one of the hottest chicks I've ever seen, like a young, hot crazy Jennifer Conley. I'm glad you said crazy because when I saw her on Kimmel, she was completely nuts out of her mind. She seemed like the cool kind of nuts though where she's a party chick. This is great. She has these tattoos on her ribs of poems her friends wrote and like she's Gee, that sounds as stupid as having tattoos on your body over the Detroit Lions. Nearly. I think me and her might be on the same dumb level but it was just so hot to think that this bitch is just throwing down words that her friends wrote down on her rib cage. She's gorgeous. Then, on the complete flip side, sicko. I'll be honest with you, I probably liked this Michael Moore movie the least because it hit a little too close to home. As a guy who's been bleeding from his butt for the last 15 months, watching something on healthcare depressed me. And here's this irony, and I'll say it now. Fourth of July... 2007 was the day that I decided I think I'm leaving America and I'm not bitten. Well, I've talked to a few different people who've seen Sicko and they've said, you know, it just doesn't make you want to live in this country anymore. It's not that it's anti-American really either. It's just anti the healthcare and pro what other systems are. If we took care of our people like we should, it could make this country even greater. The biggest problem is, and they bring this up in the movie, this country isn't about we 
it's about me. And a lot of people are misinformed about socialized health care because my taxes, it's my money, I don't want to have to do anything. Yet on the flip side, let's say you have some catastrophe that happens medically, or you have a baby, something goes on, or you're just sick. Instead of going in and racking up all of these bills You've already paid in. You've already paid in through your taxes. So not only you get to reap the benefits, your children, your mom, your brothers, your neighbor. How much of your check is taken out uh, for your health care as it is? What does it matter if you get into a car accident and all of a sudden you own $100,000 because someone tried to save your life? It's insanity that people don't want this. Well, I mean, health insurance is automatically deducted out of your paycheck anyway. What does it matter if it's out of taxes? You probably won't spend as much because whenever I've gone to get like health insurance anywhere, I've said, screw it. Because it's way too expensive. No doubt about it. And then the other thing the movie gets into, and a lot of you have already seen it, is also about even if you are covered, you can end up getting screwed. And that happened to me. That's happened to me a couple of times with my ex. And now with this bleeding butt, and I don't have any health insurance now because we're on the beach, I legitimately this week started looking into work visas. Because if we're doing podcasts from now on, then I can do a podcast from England or Canada or France or somewhere else. I didn't illegally immigrate as a Mexican-American into the United States. You did? I didn't. Oh, okay. But I'm now looking to illegally immigrate to another place that has health insurance so I can live for genuinely my own health. I got to tell you, my fellow Mexicans, you're going to the wrong country. (laughs) Keep on going north. Yeah. This is just a kind of a break in between you and Canada. It's disgusting, man. It really hit way too close. It was a good movie, don't get me wrong. But I was uh, disheartened. And at this point, you look at America and what we're doing and where our priorities are. I made you sit down and watch another documentary by the name of The Corporation, Mm -hmm. which kind of is a precursor to how all this stuff goes on with the drug companies and insurance companies. It's depressing. Screw it. One country. Where do you want to go? I'm going Canada. I can't do that. I lived in Michigan. I hate Labatt Blue. Well, I'd rather go to France. <laughs> it's Labatt Blue that's keeping you out? <laughs> if that company closed, you'd be in? Yeah. Dubs, we got serious again talking about Sicko, but we did talk about Transformers. How about a little blast from the past, a little moment in Hefe and Dubs history about a year ago, this very same thing came up on the hideout, and we talked about it then as far as Transformers goes in the movie from Michael Bay. The hideout. Another dimension, so to say. The hideout. I heard you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here. Can we get a couple glasses of milk? The hideout. So I saw this preview for the Transformers, the movie. You excited about it? Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, I am. I don't want to be the guy that goes on opening night at midnight. I saw the midnight show in a Pirates of the Caribbean down at Disney, Ugh. and I just could not believe the amount of people that were dressed up. I could believe it, but then at the same time, too, I'm like, man, what are you doing? What are <laughs> You're you an doing? adult. Right. The Transformers thing, you always want to have people feel like they're part of the product, and what Transformers is doing, it's a contest on Transformers.com. Mm-hmm. You can type in a line that you want to hear Optimus Prime say. And if it's chosen, it'll be spoken in Michael Bay's Transformers the Movie. I think it'd be fun if we go to Transformers.com and type in lines that Optimus Prime could say to that movie theater on opening night. 
I'd love for Optimus Prime to say this to that opening night movie theater. Would a push-up kill you? Really? Would it? Would a push-up kill you? You nerds. Because you know there's not going to be much muscle definition in that flick. Because no. there certainly wasn't at Pirates or at any of the Star Wars. We could get <laughs> Optimus Prime to say this. Why be bucket of popcorn? You could be chewing on the three-year-old unused rubber in your wallet. <laughs> Virgins. Thanks for coming out. I know you're all usually home spraying DNA on your keyboard at this time. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> you know, if Optimus Prime just turned to the movies, you know, broke that fourth wall mm-hmm. and started talking to the kids in the theater. Because that midnight, that usually after midnight, that's when everyone's looking at their porn. Mm-hmm. Switching back and forth between porn and World of Warcraft. Lining up the 10 second clips. I wish, I wish that Michael Bay had the cojones to have Optimus Prime turn into that movie theater full of nerds mm-hmm. and have him say this. What are you losers doing out of your lockers? Because you know every single one of them at some point was stuffed into a locker. Then, of course, there's always the one girl. Mm-hmm. One or two girls that are there. Hey, fat girl, come here. Are you ticklish? <laughs> <laughs> Optimus just, uh, here's the problem, though. I want to go, but I don't want to show up and have Optimus Prime talking trash to me. <laughs> I would bet there's 300 pounds of neck fat in here. <laughs> <laughs> just think about, like, the neck fat. Um, imagine the smell in there. Dude, did you... Did Chlorine you? and hot dogs. I guarantee that's what it smells like. Seriously, how many of you would <laughs> me? <laughs> I get uh, All I, of them would raise their hands. I would, Optimus. Anything for you. Uh, you remember this theme, Dubs? Yes. The Transformers, more than meets the eye. Autobots wave their battle till destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. The Transformers. <laughs> Can we hear Optimus Prime say the fat girl one again? I'm really surprised that they're actually doing this on Transformers.com. You got a little... All you got to do is type it in, and uh, Michael Bay could choose it and put it in uh, Transformers, the upcoming movie. And this is for the girls in the uh, in the theater at the midnight showing. Hey, fat girl, come here. Are you ticklish? <laughs> next, with El Jefe and J Dubs. What's next? Oh, that was good. That was when we had a staff. Not just you and me. Mm-hmm. In a closet. And our pets, as we all prep for this <laughs> next cast too. Thank you for downloading it. Coming up. A complete recap, what didn't make the cut, and stories number two and one. It's Half and Dub's podcast, or next cast, number two, myspace.com slash next radio. Tuesday, Tony thinks it's the end. I love you. But it's only the beginning. What? What did you say? Tony? Tony, wake up! It doesn't matter to me, but he might enjoy surgery more if he slept. And all know who's the boss. Then the Seavers are back from vacation. <laughs> and Mike hasn't quite recovered. If your head clears, remember those 
school books are right in front of you. Now I'm hearing bells. Growing Pains returns with a new episode. Dubs, it's summer, it's vacation time. Whenever you're going and you're visiting the family, you can't take your porn stash with you. You try to use stuff from the spank bank, but if you're like me, you got to have movement, you got to have audio. And that's why I'm so excited about our buddies at MidnightMonkey.com. I know when I go home to see my mom or whoever, I stay in a room where there's a computer right there. But I'm still so worried to go on there, go to the porn sites and uh, do my thing because I don't want you know there to be some kind of thing left over on the computer from me going to those sites. But... I have nothing to worry about with MidnightMonkey.com because it's right there on my mobile phone. It's very easy to use. You access the internet on your mobile phone. You go to MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E, and you hit search, go, and you enjoy. Now, don't be thrown off. If you go to the regular website on your, like, computer, it's a completely different website if you type in MidnightMonkey.com. you got to access it through your mobile phone. And, again, that's the brilliance of it because you can take it anywhere you want to go. So can the girls you get on the videos at MidnightMonkey.com. And right now they're having a special first month. It's a discounted rate. So check out our buddies as they are now a proud sponsor of the next cast, making it possible at MidnightMonkey.com. MidnightMonkey.com. It fills your belly button. Shira and I want to talk to you about something that's very personal. Your body. Remember, it's your body and no one should touch you in a way that you feel is wrong. I'll get anybody who tries it. It's not that easy, Orko. It's hard for a young person to admit that he or she has been touched in a bad way. If you've been touched that way, don't be ashamed. Tell someone you trust, like your parents, your doctor, your teacher, or counselor, or your minister or rabbi. Right, Orko? Right on! There is a hidden world where ancient evil weaves a modern mystery. What's going on here? Is this some kind of... Magic. The darkest magic. They call it Little China. Finally, we shall bring order out of chaos. It's where big trouble was waiting for Jack Burton. Who? Jack Burton. Me. Jack. Jack. Jack! They told him to go to hell. And that's just where he's going. Somebody, I don't care who, tell me what is going on. Jack Burton's coming to rescue your summer. Hey, what more can a guy ask for? 20th Century Fox presents Kurt Russell in John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. It's on the reflexes. Next. 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 Not next worthy. Here are some stories that didn't make the cut, but are worth a mention. All right, Dubs, a lot happened this week. And here on the next casts, for those of you that may be new to the show, we don't hit the heavier stuff. Even though we did have a story about a son raping the mother. And we talked health care. But normally it's pretty upbeat. Yeah, we keep it light. So we didn't want to get into the fact that Scooter Libby got his sentence communicated. Is that what they call Commuted. it? Commuted. Communicated. Now I sound like the president. <laughs> By the way, I'll tell you, president, he's in the wrong business. I know we all think he shouldn't be the president by Mm -hmm. this point. I think after this, you know, a lot of times they'll go on, they'll sit on a big board, or maybe they'll retire. I think he should get signed by Vivid. Why? Because this (laughs) muff. 
<laughs> must have the biggest balls on God's green earth. And yes, I'm going to beep it. But oh my goodness, to have the cajones to say, I'm just going to do it anyway. And yeah. you're not going to care. Well, the uh, average person or an average president or you know just anybody with their pulse on the nation would think, you know what? People probably be pretty pissed off about this. He got convicted, found guilty. I should probably just let this one go. But he saw it and said, what? I can get my friend out? Screw him. Let him go. That's a great impression. I Thank know you've you. been working on it since we've been on the Watch beach. Watch out, Michael Mara. I'm talking to you, buddy. And they're paying <laughs> off, I tell you what. Uh, Peter North, got to be worried because here comes Bush with those big-ass balls. Al Gore's son gets in trouble, I guess. I don't know if it was DUI or he had a little pot on him. And, it, you know, like the Drudge Report's making a big deal out of it. So you have a kid. The kid's going to get in trouble. I know it was always my dad's thing because he's kind of got an important job. And he was always about how things look. It's always told me, if you ever do anything to embarrass me, I'll kill you. So I'm sure that discussion has been had as a father in the public eye to a son. But at the same time, what does it matter? What does it really say about Gore? Because the kid is an adult. I mean, well, and how much are you like your father? Or how much are you like your parents? Really? Kids make mistakes. But I do agree with people picking up on this and actually running the story. Because if it was one of the Bush daughters, or if it was Cheney's lesbian daughter, you know, getting behind the wheel drunk, we'd be talking about it. We'd be like, hey, yeah, this is a kind of reflection on who this guy is. Great daughter, Cheney. Way to raise him. I would Glad under- you're leading the country. I would understand that because if my father was Dick Cheney, I'd have to be high all the time. And then finally, I guess there's a heat wave going on. I don't feel it. I'm in Florida, and I'm already dead inside. So <laughs> it's baked my soul out. It really has. Next two story number two. A study says... Women don't talk more than guys. Another stereotype been shattered. Apparently, a team at the University of Arizona came up with a finding and published it in the Journal of Science. Researchers placed microphones on 396 college students for periods ranging between two to ten days. They sampled their conversations, calculated how many words they used within the course of a day. The score for women, 16,215 For men, 15,669, a difference of 546 words, and according to the researchers, not statistically significant. They were shocked because there have been numerous magazine articles that asserted that women use an average of 20,000 words per day compared to 7,000 for men. I guess as it turns out, it's just an urban legend that women talk more than guys do. So the actual figures that these guys are claiming, only 546 word difference. Which is statistically not significant. But I'm looking at the actual study because you know how they lie in stories. Not lie, but leave some little things out in stories. I'm looking at the actual list of people that they had, and it is skewed a little bit because the men are all normal, regular men who do a normal amount of talking. And uh, I see on the woman list, Terry Schiavo. What? And I think that kind of throws down the average a little bit. And uh, also a little bit further down the list, Jennifer Holloway. I think both of those kind of take the average down. We got a curve going here. All right. Why does it seem that women talk more than guys if statistically 
It's not true. Because they're talking about nothing, and you notice it every single time. They open their mouth, and you're like, why is this important? Why do I have to hear this? Why can't you be interesting for once? Please. Is it because a woman's saying it, though? You haven't had the same thought when you and I are sitting around having a conversation? No, I'm thinking, hey, this guy's got something to say. It's decent. I'm going to get a laugh and maybe some information out of this. When a woman talks, I know I'm not getting a laugh, and I sure as hell am getting uh, any information. Well, what I'm getting information about is bull because it's about her. It's never about anything real. Or it's a command or something to make you feel guilty. Why aren't these dishes done yet? Because you haven't done them. You're an appliance. Get used to it. I don't let my toaster talk back to me. What's with the woman hating? I thought we were going to have a show that was going to be a little bit more mainstream that everyone could get behind. Why are you all of a sudden here hating on women? I don't hate women. No, you shut up. I, I want, right, here's what I want you to do right now as you're listening to this next cast. Go back about 90 seconds and listen to dubs and then see whether or not that statement's true. It is true. And I don't hate women. I just hate talking to you them. You hate vaginas. I love vaginas. Stop. I wish I had a boatload of them. I wish I had a big bucket of them. But I don't want the flush around it. So you would rather than literally have a bucket of clams. Yes. A bucket of clams and a tape recorder of someone moaning. Their vocal cords are fine until they construct a sentence with them, and then I'm pissed off. Have you ever considered, genuinely, that you might be gay? That I'm not you gay. hate women so much? Because you do. You hate women. You genuinely hate women. And I'm thinking... It seems like you have a preference for guys. I don't have a preference for guys. I want bed. people I to stop pre- this next cast, go back, and listen to the last two and a half minutes and see if that is not a true statement. I don't have a preference to guys in bed. I have a preference to guys in conversation and hanging out. How many times are you like, if it's not your girlfriend, are you like, you know what? I'm going to call a chick up and go have a beer with her. Why? Why would you? Unless you're looking to get laid, there's no reason to have a beer with a chick. If you're looking to have a good conversation, you call up the dudes. Hey, brother, come on, get a beer with me. We'll have a good conversation. We'll talk about things and not about you. You know the last good thing to come out of a woman's mouth? My seed. The only thing I want to hear from her is gulp. Next. If you missed it, here's what was next. Number 10 on Next Cast 2, U.S. family tries to live China-free. Number 9, a Mexican, the richest man in the world. 8, it's Splitsville for Knoxville as Johnny Knoxville gets divorced. And if he can't do it, how can any of us? Number 7, a girl could give birth to her sis. Number 4, Six. That one, I, w- I wish you would give birth to SIDS. I wish you could just add a D in there. See, you like anything with extra D. Going back to the last story. Number six, son forced to rape mother in a horrific, horrific story out of Florida. Number five, get her done beer. Four, laundromat, madam. Number three, Hollywood's dragging summer. And our review of Transformers and Sicko. Number two, men, turns out. Just as talkative as women. Next. Number one. Nummerzeichen eins. Numero uno. Numero one. The number one story. Next download. A story of incredible survival, but we do want to warn you the details of the story are really very disturbing. A six-year-old girl's intestines 
were sucked out of her as she sat on a drain in a kiddie pool Dude. at her family's country club. Abigail Taylor. What's so funny? Right, talk about that woman. I, I'll let you talk about that. If you got your intestines sucked out in a pool, fine. I want to hear about your day. This is pretty screwed up, man. All right, let's start the next download over. And try to hold the chuckles to a minimum. Next download. A story of incredible survival, but we do want to warn you that the details of the story are really very disturbing. A six-year-old girl's intestines were sucked out of her as she sat on a drain in a kiddie pool at her family's country club. Abigail Taylor's dad spoke to us as a warning to other families. Pool and hot tub drain accidents are a hidden danger that many of us just don't understand. Esme Murphy reports. She has big brown eyes and a dazzling smile. Three of them. Six, Abigail Taylor has <laughs> already competed ass. in local economy. You're such an ass. This poor girl. You're such an a-hole. Shock jock. Next download. She has big brown eyes and a dazzling smile. At six, Abigail Taylor has already competed in local swim meets. She loves to swim. That's why her family didn't think twice when she played at a kiddie pool similar to this one at the Minneapolis Golf Club Friday night. Abigail's dad, Scott, says she fell as she got out. She more or less blacked out. She passed out, fell face first uh, onto the pool decking. The family thought it might be a seizure. I mean, obviously we had no idea what had happened. An ambulance rushed her to Children's Hospital. Several hours later, a surgeon said Abby was lucky to be alive. That the suction had caused a two-inch tear in her rectum. And had basically disemboweled her, her by pulling out her small intestines. Almost all of it. A search of the pool's filter turned up Abigail's intestine. Oh. The suction was especially strong in the pool Abby was in because the drain cover had somehow been removed. Stop and analyze that for a second. There's a drain cover. It's been removed. Somehow she falls on it, and there's enough power to cause a two-inch gash and start sucking stuff out of her? I don't get that. I mean, not to be overly graphic, but how does it just start with the intestines where, like, they're all gone? There's another area there. How are ovaries and cervix and things like that also not sucked out? That's crazy. I mean, mean, uh, have you ever turned a sock inside out? A lot of times the top will come out first. Oh. And then the rest of the oh, stuff, I didn't you know? I need that visual, So dude. I would think that that's why maybe, like, the rectum and all that kind of stuff oh. wasn't really pulled out of her like the small intestines. Again, as a guy with butt issues, this story hits a little too close to home. Next download. Now, in most public pools in the Twin Cities like this one, the drain cover is actually screwed on and can't be moved. This video from the Consumer Product Safety Commission shows a man struggling to pull a rubber ball off of a drain. The pressure can be as strong as 300 pounds per square inch. It never even crosses anybody's mind that potentially at the bottom of that pool is is enough force to literally disembowel a a child, an adult. Abigail will have to be fed intravenously for the rest of her life and will have to have a colostomy bag. Oof. I was just thinking... And this is a serious. <laughs> Seriously, I'm scared. Stop laughing. But <laughs> control yourself. How are you laughing during this, you maniac? But I guess you don't even think about this. It had to rip through the uh, the clothing first. Yeah. You would think if you spread your cheeks and just sit right on. I, I'm being serious. Maybe that would work. The but li- it would have to, you know, suck you down, hit you right at that area. Uh. You'd have, it'd have to be like the perfect. It'd have to be a hole in one, like golf shot, like that. That tough of a thing to do 
for it to get right there and turn you inside out like that. Logistically, it seems odd, and it is something like you think out of a science fiction film where you're getting disemboweled. The poor girl's just swimming. That's it. She's just trying to enjoy well, a day. Not well. She's at the bottom. <laughs> She's not a, a powerful swimmer at that point. Trying to enjoy a day in Minnesota. Next download. Gail will have to be fed intravenously for the rest of her life and will have to have a colostomy bag. We view it as a miracle that she's still with us. And she is improving. This morning she stunned her family How you get by worse? asking this question. And she said, am I going to be on the news? She said, why do you ask? And she said, because I want to make sure that no, this doesn't happen to anybody else. Now, since 1990, 170 people, mostly children, have been caught in drains, and 27 of them have died. Federal legislation is pending that will require pools and hot tubs to have multiple drains to ease the suction. Some pools have a safety vacuum cutoff, which shuts down if someone is trapped. New drain covers, which cost less than $50, can also help. The bottom line, though, there are an awful lot of older pools and hot tubs that are potentially very dangerous. And also the bottom line is this family, including little right. Abigail, Stone just want to get the word I, I know out the that bottom line is. danger is out there and it is potentially devastating. This particular case, Esme, is just so horrible, though. Has this happened before in this way? Believe it or not, an almost identical case happened in 1993. It happened to a five-year-old girl in North Carolina. She also lost her intestines. In that what? case, the drain was found to be defective, and the case was settled for more than 30 million dollars and the minneapolis golf club did not return our phone calls Dennis and what are they going to say what's the golf club going to say well it, it was the early 90s so they blamed it on the chronic so uh, they they totally had that one wrong because it's uh 2007 and it's still going on 27 though in the last 15 years as far as deaths go you consider the number of people in pools why legislation well yeah and uh, i think it's a small price to pay for a clean pool I would rather have that I hate than, a dirty pool, than, man. Uh, than logs floating and just dirty water. Next download. Call Dennis, and obviously we'll be following up on this story, and we wish her and little Abigail and her family um, all the best and a, a speedy recovery. Well, we know that a lot of other parents are going to want more oh. information about how to prevent this from happening again. And we do have some detailed information about the hidden danger right at our website. If you'll just go to links. And, and there numbers. it turns into a plug for the website. All right. I've listened to the entirety of the story. And the more I'm thinking about it, luckiest little girl on earth. Why is that? She has a colostomy bag. Well, she's never going to get fat. She's probably going to get $30 million. And she's now a martyr. And she's going to get to help other children. She now has a purpose in her life. I'll tell you what the highlight of my day today was. It was the poop I took. It feels so great when you take a good one. And I'm just imagining something like this would have to feel like the best one. At first. Afterwards, it's horrific because you're bleeding and going crazy and screaming. And you're at the bottom of a pool. But that first release, you have to be like, oh, yeah. Wait. Was that my intestines? Yeah, I'm sure it's just calm like that. After the show, I'm going swimming because I have now figured out what I can do. I'm going to swim, get sucked clean, sue, build a nice home studio, and the next syndication from home, I'm going to be able to live the American dream. I'm going to take another poop. Why are you always dirty? What's about your ass? Next, on the next episode. About you. Could be about your stud. See, I know it. It goes back. Told you. All right, there it was. Next cast number two. Thank you for joining us. We want to invite you to join 
our buddy Shafee and his podcast. By the way, uh, they decided after two episodes they needed a vacation for Fourth of July, <laughs> so go get caught up on the other ones. Skankshift dot com and Skankshift. Uh, the MySpace, myspace.com slash gangshift247. Want to thank midnightmonkey.com, that's N-I-T-E, for becoming a sponsor and making this show possible. Much thanks to them. And use your mobile phone on the internet to go to midnightmonkey.com mm-hmm. if you're over 18 and get your batch material wherever you are. If you have a podcast or you're in this whole family, submit a promo to us and we're going to put together this little network that we're going to do. Dubs, by the next episode, the next cast, what would you like people to do? Is there anything in particular? Last week we said fly to the Concords and go see Sicko. Anything this week? I would like for people to strive, personally, to be more like the pawn shop owner in Falling Down. We the same, me and you. All those faggots. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, Favorite I part of the movie. Can't even really top that. I want you to go visit Next... I got something you can top, bucko. NextRadioFans.com, FullBlownAids.com, and of course, turn people on to the next cast, MySpace.com slash NextRadio. And if you have any you know, questions or anything for us, if you want to submit a message on the MySpace, we'll do a little mailbag next week if we got any interest from that. All right. All right, so uh, thank you very much. Check out all the sites, like we said, and thank you for downloading the uh, the next cast. Until next time, bitch, we out. 5,000. 5,000. Did you see the latest Nintendo newsletter? Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. You mean you haven't played it yet? We can play it on my Nintendo Entertainment System. It's the Legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. Those creatures from Ghana are pretty bad. Octorox Tech Tech's Libras, too. But with your help, our hero pulls through. Yeah, go Link. Yeah, get Zelda. Awesome. Intense. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Your parents help you hook it up. The Legend of Zelda sold separately. I'll be right back with one to grow on. <laughs> oh, hi, Chris. Angie and I trying out this new brand of cigarettes. Here, try it. It'll make you feel so much older. You really think so? Mm-hmm. Oh. <coughs> Don't worry. You'll get used to it. <coughs> yeah, you'll get used to it, all right. And then how are you going to quit? Smoking is a habit, a bad habit. Believe me, I know, but not from experience. You may think that having cigarettes may make you look older, but let me tell you, most adults I know who smoke are trying to quit. Smoking is neither a healthy nor a cool thing to do. So do yourself and your friends a favor. Act smart. Don't start. Just tell you the truth, I don't want to start this. Anyway, I can think of better things to do with my time than stand in the bathroom and smoke in my eyes. See you around. That's one to grow on.